Hello, welcome to the Thursday, June 17th, 2021 edition of the Sands and Storm Sunners Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida, and again virtually teaching in Paris, France. And today we got another forensic quiz from Brad. Just like in prior months, there is a packet capture that you need to analyze. Wireshark being sort of the preferred tool here in order to participate. But of course, you're free to use other tools if you would like to. There are a number of questions that you need to answer. Submit your answer, please, via our contact form and we'll give away a Raspberry Pi again. Last month, we had a little bit sort of a mad dash for people trying to be the first to submit because we sort of stated that the first correct submission will be the winner. Uh, this time, we sort of do a little pseudo-random drawing among the correct submissions, so you don't necessarily have to be the first one. And then we have yet another uh, vulnerability in IP-based surveillance cameras. The tricky part here is that the vulnerability is in a software development kit to implement a P2P protocol in order to access the video stream from these cameras. The vendor of the software development kit is through tech. However, you're unlikely going to sort of see this labeled on the camera. This particular software development kit is uh, used by numerous different vendors. The vulnerability overall, well, I don't actually personally consider it that super critical, uh, even though it has a CVSS score of 9.1. Essentially, the problem here is that video feeds are not encrypted. They're just obfuscated. So an attacker would be able uh, to possibly view the video feeds if they can intercept the traffic. There is a possibility to add a TLS to these video feeds. And that's essentially the mitigation here that ThruTech recommends. But again, that's nothing really that you as a user could necessarily sort of enable or implement. That's something the camera vendor has to do. And they then, of course, would have to release an updated firmware. So if you do use uh, any kind of a security camera, you probably should anyway uh, routinely sort of check for updated firmware. And McAfee did publish a blog post with some initial results of their investigation of the security of the Peloton bike plus software. And actually that's really sort of an, an Android device. That's the screen that's coming uh, with uh, these uh, bikes. Now the vulnerability found so far, uh, I think really is more making headlines because uh, the bike itself is of course uh, very uh, popular or at least very well known. It's an insecure bootloader vulnerability where uh, Peloton does allow attackers uh, to bypass the Android verified boot process. However, realize in order to exploit this vulnerability, an attacker would require physical access to the bike. If they are able to exploit it, they would be able to upload arbitrary firmware to the bike, which then of course would give them complete access to all the data and all the sensors, of course, that are part of the bike, which includes microphones and camera. This may be less of an issue for bikes in homes or that are reasonably well secured, uh, but 
if a bike is more or less publicly accessible, like in a gym or something like this, uh, this uh, may be more likely exploited. An update is available for the firmware, so if you own one of those bikes, apply the update and you should be good. McAfee is stating that they are currently in the process of looking for additional vulnerabilities. This was just sort of the first thing they found so far. Of course, given that these bikes are typically connected to a network, remote vulnerabilities are certainly possible here. And maybe we'll hear more from McAfee about that in the future. And Microsoft Defender for Endpoint announced that the software on mobile devices will now be able to detect if the device is jailbroken. This, of course, is often used in order to install unwanted software on the device and thus disable some of the security protections of the device itself, which is why also often critical mobile software is checking if the device it's running on is jailbroken broken. So a nice little addition here from Microsoft and something uh, to look out for if you are running Microsoft Defender for Endpoint. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.